one more session on Philippians 3, 18 to 21, and finishing chapter 3, session number 9. By the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. For many of whom I have often told you, and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, unlike this. Now God is their belly. They have made a God out of their body instead of waiting for the lowly body to be turned into a glorious body. They glory in their shame instead of waiting to glory in Christ with the new body. Minds set on earthly things instead of having their citizenship in heaven. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, lowly body, to be like His glorious body, a great transformation through resurrection at the coming of Jesus. And now, how will he do it? By the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I think that probably the contrast between our having a lowly body now, promised a glorious body like his, is intended by Paul to recall the basic mindset that he talked about back in chapter 2, because this carries us from the lowliness of Christ's body to um, 2, 9 to 11, and the glory of it. Let's look at this. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ. So Christ had a mindset, namely, he was going to take on as having the form of God, he was going to not hold on to it and grasp it like, I'm not going to let go of this glorious uh, situation that I have here in heaven. Instead, I'm going to empty myself, take the form of a servant. I'm going to be found in human form with a body, a lowly body that can be hungry and tired and, and slaughtered like a lamb. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So there's the lowly body of Jesus. And he did it so that this would happen. Therefore, because he was faithful with his lowly body and loved with his lowly body, and gave his lowly body up to suffering and death, which is what we're called to do with him, share in his sufferings, and not live to make a God out of our lowly body, but to offer our lowly body as a means of showing the worth of Jesus in serving other people. Therefore, God has highly exalted him. This is going to be a glorious body now and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So this exaltation here out of the grave is therefore, it's because he was faithful with his lowly body. So when he says over here, 
that he's going to transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body. He's saying, after you have experienced the difficulty in this life of living with a lowly, vulnerable, suffering, disease-ridden and martyred body, perhaps, I'm going to give you a glorious body, just like I was given a glorious body in the resurrection. And here's how I'm going to do it, by the power that enables me, him, Jesus, to subject all things to himself. Sometimes we read things like this in the Gospels. Here's Luke 21, 16. You will be delivered up even by parents. It means handed over to the authorities to suffer and die. You'll be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends. And some of you, they will put to death. So your lowly body will be beheaded with the sword or crucified or put in prison till you starve to death or shot in the head. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head will perish. Now, how in the world can he say that? What on earth? (laughs) I smile when I say this because I think Jesus wants me to say this. How on earth can he say this and this? Your, Your lowly body is going to be put to death Not a hair of your head will perish. He can say it because he has subjected absolutely all things to himself so that nothing, no sword, no disease, no prison, no poison, no horrible torture can keep this lowly body from having the experience of a transformation into a glorious body. Not a hair of your head will perish because God absolutely governs in Jesus Christ all things. You see it in a few places like this. That you may know what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. So it's resurrecting power, right, that's being shown here. He wants us to know the immeasurable greatness of his power that he exerted when he raised Jesus from the dead, seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places far above So he's put under his authority all rule and authority and power and dominion above every single name that is named. I don't care what big shot is persecuting you, what name they have when they put you to death. Not only in this age, but in the age to come. And he put all things under his feet. Everything is under his feet. He gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The whole point there is this power is so great and so immeasurable. We do not have to be afraid that when our lowly body is put in jail or our lowly body is tortured, our lowly body is cast out into the wilderness, or our lowly body has suffered some disease to fall upon it, that somehow we're going to miss out on this glorious body because he's too weak. He's not too weak. He has the power, and he will subject all things to himself 
and bring us to this glorious body or see it again in 1 Peter 3:22 Christ has gone into heaven He's been raised from the dead and gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels and authorities and powers having been subjected to him. No angelic power, no authority on earth, no power from heaven or hell can keep us from experiencing this glorious body. One more, Matthew. And Jesus said to, came and said to them, all authority over everything in the universe, in heaven, on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I'm with you to the end of the age. And it doesn't matter whether they chop your head off or not, because all authority belongs to me. So you go teach them how to love their enemies, because I've commanded you to you go teach them how to have this mindset that was in Christ Jesus. And in the previous verses, he said, count others more significant than yourselves and look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And then he gave Jesus as the example. And then he rewarded that lowly body experience with an exalted, glorious body experience, just like he's going to do with us. So be about the business of having the mind of Christ, which is the mind of servanthood, the mind of humility, the mind of lowliness, the mind of, of joyful, sacrificial love. Because when your lowly body work here is done and you've suffered all that's appointed for this lowly body, you're going to live forever with a body that will shine like the sun in the kingdom of your father.